You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show Thursday. We're back at it. It's week four now of the NFL season. We've got Thursday night football, Jaguars, Bengals, and we will start breaking down Sunday's games and making our picks for the early Sunday games. Come back tomorrow for the late games and the prime timers on Sunday and Monday night football at BD Peacock on Twitter at Williamson NF. Here we go, Matt. Week four. It's fast and furious once the season gets going here. I love it. And we got Jaguars Bengals is, I think, where we got to start. Thursday night, game tonight. This is an interesting one. Uh, Bengals, who I think they, they they showed a little something last week against your Steelers. Uh, that, was a, yeah. that was a thorough performance. Offense, defense, special teams. Favored by seven and a half against the Jaguars. Jaguars are a bottom feeder right now in the NFL. We've talked about how I think that the bottom three teams in the NFL are sort of solidifying themselves. And you can argue about what order they're in, but there's a clear bottom three, I think. Jaguars are one of those at 0-3. Bengals at 2-1. Seven and a half is a lot of points right now. And we talked about yesterday with our, our friend and listener that is keeping track of our picks throughout the season. We have nailed the winners, right, straight up, but... We have we have gotten burned a lot in those big spreads where we pick the right team to win, but they're not covering the points. And I feel like this could be one of those. Whew. This is a tough one with the line because I, I look at the Bengals. This is more about the Bengals to me than the Jags. I look at the Bengals and think, should they be favored by seven and a half over anybody? You know, right, are they exactly. a winning organization all of a sudden? You know, have they turned that corner? Are they going to be patting themselves on the back all week, beating their big rival that's kind of beaten them for years and years and years, take the Jags lightly and play a very competitive game or even lose to Jacksonville tonight? Maybe, maybe. And I think that's a possibility. I'm very excited to watch Burrow and Lawrence, you know, every snap, you know, going back and forth, first overall picks the last two years. Absolutely. But I think Burrow's just advanced for his age, and their line is holding up well. Jamar Chase, I uh, put a couple bucks down on over receiving yards tonight. You know, I mean, that, that secondary for Jacksonville really concerns me. You know, Jacksonville's the away team on a super short week. Don't get a lot of practice for the Bengals. But the Bengals have a lot of injuries. You know, Higgins, they got a lot of guys on defense that are going to probably miss this game. I'm going to lay the points and think Burrow's going to keep this ship going the right direction where Jacksonville is sort of rudderless right now with their ship. You have to pick the Bengals straight up with what we've seen, with the evidence we have over the course of six combined yeah. games here, 0-3 and 2-1. and The Bengals have impressed me defensively more than I thought. Yes. But again, the over-under, so Vegas is doing that thing again. So the over-under is only 46 points, yet they think that the Bengals are going to win by more than a touchdown. Uh, so that's seven and a half points is something I can't take. So against the spread, give me the Jaguars. Bengals straight up in this one. Um, it could absolutely be a blowout for the Bengals. I don't like the vibe around Jacksonville, like a, sort of a, a, wait f- right. a white flag vibe. They traded away their first rounder from last year, C.J. Henderson, this week. And I think that probably does send a message throughout. 
But Thursday night, the the ball bounce is funny. I, I think we've seen some oddball things happen on Thursday nights. Uh, everything is set up for the Jaguars to lose this game. I just don't know by how many. I think the line is a little too big, and I think you just have to make that big of a line for people to to bet on Jacksonville. So that's why the line is so big. Um, and they got me. They got me hooked in on that one. So. Yeah, you you bit, you were biting on it. Biting that on half it. is lingering. Yeah. It, it, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, this looks like a stinker on paper, and if you looked at it before the season, you'd be like, boy, that's horrible. Oh, no but, way. I, this is what I'm all about. Uh, These are the games point, I yeah. love. You know, you get a primetime matchup of two teams. If this was on a Sunday, you probably wouldn't check in on it that much. But right, right. they get the primetime focus on Thursday night, and, and I think that's worth the price of admission right there with Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, the last two number one overall pick quarterbacks, and you check in on those guys. And there's been some as many interceptions as he's thrown and, and the losses that are piling up there right now, there's a lot of other problems in Jacksonville. Um, Trevor Lawrence isn't the problem, and, and I like where he's at. And if you if you gave me a neutral team, neutral field, not necessarily playing this week, but just for you know rest of career kind of a situation, I'm still taking Trevor Lawrence over Joe Burrow. Rest of career. I suppose. From what uh, I've seen. I mean, that seemed like a slam dunk at one point. I'm very impressed with Burrow's makeup, though. I mean, just the I way. Like yeah. I, I mean, I, I've said, you know, just AFC North stuff. I think Burrow's going to be the one the Steelers hate the most, more than Lamar or Baker in the division. You know, I just think he's going to be a constant force that always keeps his team highly competitive. Lawrence is still the prodigy, though. You know, I mean, and. Part of me wouldn't be shocked, and this is kind of hunch-ish, you know, that Lawrence looks like the first overall pick tonight. You know, like prime time, we watch him, and he's not throwing picks left and right. He's elevating those around him. That wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, he's that type of talent. He's that type of prospect. Another one, yeah, Jesse Bates is out for the Bengals. It's huge. And that is massive. I mean, he's one of the more underrated safeties in the NFL right now uh, and Higgins can they can make up for Higgins they've got Boyd they've got Chase who's got four touchdowns in three games um, you know in only 11 catches so I think they can make up for that Joe Mixon they, they you know Cincinnati's got some power or some uh, some horsepower on offense they do they do they do um, but I still think there's more there with the Bengals I mean the, uh, the the Jaguars offense like and maybe it'll never click but you know Marvin Jones has been their leading receiver so far but Chark and Chenault, Chenault and they yeah. got Dan Arnold now at tight end. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, I think they can hang a little bit. And I'm not so convinced that the Bengals are that powerhouse team that's going to come in and you put them seven and a half favorites over really anybody right now. But they could maybe change my mind at some point soon if they continue uh, to play well. Yeah. I, I, a couple of things about the, the, uh, the Bengals that has blown me away is their interior D-line. Again, I did a lot of homework on this team because they came to town last week. Their interior D-line has four quality players that are disruptive and are playing really well. They, they now have a what I think is a budding star in Wilson, a linebacker. They've been so bad at linebacker, seems like forever. And Bates, you mentioned, who they're missing. The, the corners are okay, but there's some injuries in the back half here. This defense is better than you think. The O-line's a little better than you think, and Burrow – you know, helped the O-line. I mean, everyone wants to kill these guys. You should draft drafted Sewell over Chase. I mean, their tackles are fine. And Burroughs made the line better with his recognition and getting the ball out. So Chase has been a star for them. I, my original point still is strong, though, in that 
are the Bengals the type of team that should be seven and a half point favorites over anybody? I mean, I just don't know that yet. And if they do win big, uh, I think Jamar Chase is that guy that eats, right? And so uh, he's yeah. probably the one you're putting in your DFS lineups, maybe in this game. I, I, I took the over on his receiving yards, which yeah. is like 67 or something like that. Uh, I think he has a big day. Yeah, he might do that on one play. He could. I mean, he has pretty much <laughs> yeah. every game so far of his career. And especially if it's a big win, and it's more than a touchdown win for the Cincinnati Bengals. You, you have to project it goes in that direction at some point, probably early before they, they try to pound the rock. I, I'm, I'm looking at the Jaguars' depth chart here. And, and like Joe Cole, the defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel, their personnel is not that bad. No. They've got a lot of young, talented players on defense. Josh Allen, like, I don't know how he hasn't taken the next step. I love Josh Allen coming out of Kentucky uh, as a pass rusher. Then you've got some speed on the other side with the stand-up sort of a rusher, off-ball backer, and Caleb on chase on. And it's funny because some teams really know how to use that style of player, and some teams can't figure out what they want to do with guys. Um, and to me, a guy like Chase on, he's a pass rusher. He's an edge guy. I don't care what his height and weight say he is. You might look at him and say, oh, he's only 230 pounds or whatever he is. He has to be an off-ball backer. And I'm like, that's not the defensive coordinator no. I want. Use what no. his skill set. Uh, I love how the Browns right now are starting to use um, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. And there's so many of those players that I think you can really utilize those talents, but you've got to use them correctly. Uh, but, they've, you know, Miles Jack is still there. Um, they spent a lot of money on Shaquille Griffin in the offseason, drafted Tyson Campbell very high. So like, there's talent, uh, but it's not coming together yet. So maybe they can so figure young. that out. Yeah. Maybe they can figure that out. Maybe they can. I, I mean, I, I I think there's it's easy to destroy the Jags. They don't know what they're doing. You know, they're terrible. They're the worst team in the league. But on both sides of the ball, there's a lot to watch and monitor and watch mature, starting with Lawrence, of course. But all those guys you mentioned on defense, they got first-round picks and top 50 picks running around yeah. all over the place. you know. And they're going to add a lot more this offseason. I mean, they may add a, a Thibodeau or somebody like that to this defense, too. So, I mean, it, it's not all terrible. And we're probably too hard on the coaching staff. He has no idea what he's doing. But the vibes have not been strong, that's for sure. The confidence in this team right now to win tonight, mm-hmm. I don't have it. Much. Right, yeah, it, that's it's really tough. So um, yeah. we, we got to move on from this game, but an interesting one on Thursday night that I'm absolutely going to be tuning into, and I think we'll learn a little something about both of these teams as far as uh, what it's going to look like for them the rest of the 2021 season. I think we're going to have a popular pick coming up next, Matt, in our previews for our Peacock and Williamson Survivor League and some fantastic week four matchups next. All right, NFL fans, there's an app out there that everybody needs to know about, especially those of you who get gas, which is probably most of you, especially those driving in the mornings, listening to their favorite podcasts. And our listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 per gallon on your first fill-up. So that's $0.50 cash back on your first fill-up. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 per gallon cash back on your first tank. 
Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card. Super easy. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get that bonus of up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN on the Get Upside app. We were talking a little bit off the air, Matt, about the, the survivor pool here on Peacock and Williamson that you... Uh, Bailed out pretty early. You, on, you yeah. picked those Jaguars. I mean, those that Jags, was, yeah, that was uh, it's looking more and more ballsy by the week from that pick from you in week one. And it, it put you and it put a lot of other listeners out in that league. Uh, and, and I, I sort of did a thing where when it comes to a survivor league, the thing you can't do is not pick a team. And I'm busy and I didn't want to forget. So I picked like half of the season and picked what I thought I would pick and, and planned out my attack for my survivor pool. And so far, I haven't changed any of my picks that I picked before week one. And for week four, I had the Buffalo Bills over the Texans. And I have to imagine now that's I'm definitely not changing that now. And I'm sure there's a ton of listeners of the 118 of the 200 that are still alive in our pool. I'm sure a bunch of them that uh, that are and I think there's 111 of us left that haven't picked the Bills. About 100 of those are probably going to be on the Bills this week. So this could be the one that really crushes everybody if the Bills lose to the Texans. But after what we've seen from the Buffalo Bills last couple weeks, I definitely can't change that pick. Yeah, you're Bill Walsh-esque in scripting your plays here. Nice work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? yeah. Six, well done. How about this, though? 16 points is the question. I mean, that is a massive that, yeah. line. By far the biggest line we've seen this season. Um, 16 points. For the Bills at home, the 2-1 and one Bills over the Houston Texans, do you give up that many points is the question. I'm going to. And part of it, bear with me on this one. You know, 16 is tough because you can rest starters in the fourth quarter if you dominate the game. You know, but here's my logic of why I'm going to still lay the points is if they rest Allen, that means Trubisky comes in with a lot to prove and wants to put stuff on tape. He's just not going to kneel and do nothing. So, I mean, I'm jumping to like five conclusions that this isn't even going to be competitive. The bills are going to blow him out and Mitch Trubisky is going to finish it off in glorious fashion. So it probably won't <laughs> go that way. <laughs> I mean, the Texans are a competitive team. I think the bills D is one of the stories. that's not talked about enough this year. Yeah. It might be the best defense in the league right now. Allen's back to playing great. You know, they're starting to run the ball a little bit with Moss. I, I don't know how this is competitive. But I've sold the Texans short like I did in week one. That's why I'm not in the survivor pool. I hate this line. Um, I, I wouldn't just just like the Thursday night game. I wouldn't actually bet on it, but we've got a pick. We, we don't get to sit on the fence here when it comes to those. <sighs> so give me the Texans again. Give me the underdog with the uh, versus the spread to cover that number. Obviously, the Buffalo Bills, you got to pick them straight up there. There's no path I see to the Texans winning this football game except for the Bills go up early and then just sit on the ball. And, and, yeah. and that's about it. So um, Trubisky, though, if you are a GM around the NFL, are you looking at what the, what's going on with the Bears right now and thinking, oh, maybe Trubisky's the next Ryan Tannehill? Like, maybe there's something more there after we've seen, like, just how bad everything else has looked behind center. Like, the, the, the quarterback hasn't been necessarily the problem, maybe, in Chicago, as some people have suspected yeah. all along. Trust me, I mean, more than even most years because of the Steeler at angle, I'm looking at players like that, you know, of, uh, yeah, maybe get this guy on the cheap and he could be a Winston Darnold Wentz type of guy this off season, you know, something along those lines, although he's not the starter for his current team. 
So maybe the problem with Mitch for me, though, is I thought he was overdrafted when they took him. You know, he wasn't for me on his best day and his accuracy really worries me. I don't think he reads the field particularly well. But boy, it's like night. It's it reminds me of Winston. I mean, night and day in terms of the quarterback room and team he's with and who he's learning from now. I think that's such a smart move to accept failure to some degree. Go to a situation where you've no chance to start, but you're going to get caught, coached properly, and you're going to get rid of some bad habits and just take a step back in your career. I do want to say this really quick, and we've got to move on about the Houston Texans and their third-round rookie quarterback, Davis Mills. He looked like the best rookie quarterback of all the, of all of really them did. versus yeah. those first rounders last week. So I will say that he, you know, and, and it wasn't great. Still, and it's more about how bad the rest of them have looked, and and those rookie quarterbacks really have to turn a corner for those franchises. But you know, it, it's. There's some veterans on this. This isn't uh, this isn't uh, a junior. Uh, this isn't like a junior college football team. I will say that they they can they can no at least, absolutely they, not they can stay on the field with teams. I wonder if Mills will keep the job. You know, just if if he looks respectable. Poor Tyrod. I mean, that happens ah, everywhere he goes. I hate know? it for Tyrod, <laughs> and and maybe there's another quarterback for the Steelers next year. Um, but right. Tyrod's That's just the the forever like. Sorry, but you're a stopgap, and instead of being a stopgap for a season, you're a stopgap for a week. And if you're the Texans, you have to play Mills, and it sucks for Tyrod, but you right. you kind of have to. And then you stab him in the lung if he gives you any. Heart <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you're looking too good. How can we hurt this guy again? Uh, that's that's rough for Tyrod. I feel bad for him. He's a good football player, good dude. No, he is. I mean, he kept this team very competitive. I mean, he's not bad at all. How the hell do we feel about these two teams? Washington at Atlanta. One and two Washington football team traveling to the one and two Atlanta Falcons. The road team, Washington, favored by one and a half points here. I think Atlanta's win against the Giants was about as unremarkable a win as I've ever seen. I still think that this Washington pass rush is legit, even though this defense has not lived up to that reputation I think they come after Ryan, who just dumps the ball off, gets it out, you know, doesn't extend plays. And Washington wins this game kind of going away. You know, I mean, that defense to me sets up for a nice day for McLaurin, Gibson, McKissick will probably catch a million passes against that crew. Curtis Samuel might be in the mix this week, too. So I'm a little shocked by this line. I would have Washington favored by like four and a half. I think it's recency, which is why the line yeah. is the way it's it, way it is. And I'm with you. I think I've got to take Washington. I'm just a little bit. I they have to win the battle up front. They have to. And if they don't, the Falcons have. are you know the home dog is usually a pretty good bet. So I could see that happening. Uh, I'm taking the under. I think it's going to be an ugly fest. And apologies in advance if on Monday when we're talking about this game. We don't cover it a lot because I'm, I'm, there's other games I'm going to be watching instead <laughs> right, of this right. one, unfortunately. Um, yeah, Chase Young, go. I, you know where Matt Ryan's going to be, so right. go find him. And and this line is not good up front for the Falcons. Maybe maybe a couple big plays from the Falcons there, but yeah, I'm kind of going the under and you know Washington by three, something like that. Yeah, I want to see Chase Young with two and a half sacks in this game. You know what I mean? Get the ball out of Heineke's hands to the to the to the running backs to. Mm-hmm. Uh, McLaurin, some catch and run stuff. You don't have to go crazy there. Just you know, win that complimentary football type of football game. Yeah, I hate to say this, and I almost shouldn't, but I might give the quarterback nod or make it at least even. 
You know, like I think Ryan's been that bad. Yeah, that's I. I don't feel like he's he can't be that bad. He's not that old either. He's not like 45 uh, years old. There's much older yeah. quarterbacks doing better things in the NFL than Matt Ryan. So, uh, and a new coaching bad. staff, maybe some some growing pains there. Maybe maybe that that w- maybe last week's win for the Falcons is a little bit of a spark, and, and they're going to start showing something because it, maybe Matt Ryan can't be that bad. I will say though, fantasy world, if you don't have one of the top tight ends, buy Kyle Pitts while you still can. I mean, he's getting yeah. used a lot. It just hasn't resulted in fantasy points. Go get him. Absolutely. How about this one? Bears Lions. Bears hosting the Detroit Lions, Woo! Matt. Barn burner. Uh, I, I, I'm really mad because the Lions have been competitive and the Bears looked like such garbage last week. I thought this was going to be that home dog situation where I could jump in on the Bears. And uh, it's they're, they're favored by a field goal, which isn't a lot against a bad Lions team. But I wanted to come back and say, nope, we're going to see a bounce back. We're going to see a completely different game plan here. Maybe even a different play caller this week would have been cool for the Bears. And I want to take the Bears and and give up those three points. And I'm still going to stick with the Bears because I think they're better than what they showed last week. And I still believe in their rookie quarterback if he plays. Um, And even if it's Andy Dalton. I got to take the Bears, and I'm going to give up the three points. I've liked how competitive the Lions are going to be if they're going to win a game. This is probably it, but they're just so undermanned across the board that uh, I'm going to pick the Bears for bounce back here in week four. Okay. I think they bounce back and are not embarrassing. You know, we'll just put it that way. They were embarrassing last week. I think Fields looks much much more comfortable. He runs quite a bit, throws the ball downfield. They, they, They play to his strengths a little bit better. I just think this is like a 17-16 game, so I'll take the points, and I bet Swift has a nice day and Hawkinson. And, you know, that that Lions offense led by Goff and a good line isn't dynamic, but it's efficient, and they move the football pretty consistently. And I I think both these defenses are, you know, not going to be overmatched by the offenses. So I'm going to take the points. Lions could win this. I mean, if if Chicago plays like last week, they will lose bad. I, I hate the timing of this matchup too. I yeah. So here's Nagy. By the way, still he won't commit on on who's going to be his starting quarterback, and he still says it's Andy Dalton if he's healthy. But Andy Dalton's been limited. So Justin Fields practicing in full. Andy Dalton's limited. But according to head coach Matt Nagy, the depth chart still stays one Andy Dalton, two Justin Fields, and then there's Nick Foles hanging around. If both those guys end up being hurt and can't play. So which that's I think is a crazy error by the coach. But, I mean, like everyone, I'm losing a lot of faith in this coaching staff. If I'm the owner, I come down, I say, Matt Nagy, do you want to be the coach next week? Then uh, Bill Lazor's calling place, and Justin Fields is the starter. Yeah. I mean, it might or be you cannot coach this team, though. and it's still going to be the same. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that he's not the clear starter, considering where this team is, is bonkers. And they actually were better with laser call to play, as I thought last year. So let's make those two changes now, and then maybe yes. you'll have a job later. And and save this young man's career. Because I, I, it was bad. I watched it back again. and Horrible. So it's not – it but wasn't – You don't see that at the NFL level. Uh, it's crazy. And you don't – it. Justin Fields wasn't completely not to blame. Like, he wasn't perfect or anything, and it was just everything else that let him down. But nobody was open. The play calls were not good. The blocking was horrendous. And the few times that Justin Fields could have done something, 
it's his number one weakness is, okay, first read, just a little three-yard hitch. That's, that was the only thing he had a chance to throw to. So you got to throw it, get it out of your hands right now. That's it. That's the only option sure. you have. And and he wants to see that too and wants to make a big play. And so, But that, by that time, it's too late. He was getting sacked. He got sacked nine times. So he could have gotten a few balls out, but those would have been short completions, and that wouldn't have been enough to look good or win a football game anyway. He needs some help from the rest of his team and his coaching staff. And the Browns knew it, and then they had you oh, know, yeah. massive matchup advantages up front too. Not just Garrett, but everybody, and their defense is you know very talented and coming together at the right time too. You know, like uh, really bad. I mean, that's the type of thing you see when Bama plays Alabama State or something. Yes. You know, what I mean, like it's you don't see it at the NFL. You just level. don't have an opportunity. Uh, by the way, Jimmy Graham, I, I would have cut him last week if I was. Uh, <laughs> if I was in charge of that roster, like just like whiffing on blocks, not even wanting to block and help out his quarterback, they, they could have scored a touchdown. Uh, Jimmy Graham is not anywhere near his normal self anyway as a receiver. Cole commits your guy at tight end, get, get him off the field. So, uh, so things like that I wouldn't put up with, and I think that's maybe a culture thing going on with the Bears yeah. too. That's a great point. I mean, it, it's a little surprising, not even factoring what he makes, you know, that Graham is still – Doing what he's doing. Yeah, still hanging around there. All right, here's yeah. a good one. Panthers, Cowboys next. We've got Colts, Dolphins, Browns, Vikings. We'll see how many games we get to, and we'll cover the rest of the NFL schedule on tomorrow's program. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Convenient self-service at RockAuto.com where you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, jumper cables, even new carpet for your classic cars, your daily driver. Get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers alike. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Still plenty of time to get all your bets in for the rest of this week's NFL schedule at betonline.ag. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including Online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest. And get a 100% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKED ON. Head over to the website, use your mobile device, your computer, whatever you got to sign up today and receive that 100% welcome bonus. There's news and odds on just about anything you can imagine, from football to basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino game. So don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The three and O Panthers traveling to Dallas. Love what we saw from the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football at two and one. Now Dallas at home, favored by four and a half. I have a feeling I know where you're going to go, Matt. Because you're all in on the Cowboys, right? And I've been all in on the Panthers. Is that how we're gonna we're gonna play this thing today? Sort of. 
I think it's a really fun, revealing game that shows us that both these teams are high quality, that this is good football, and they may even meet again in the playoffs someday, you know, this, this year. Like, I, I think this is going to be high-end, you know, two not top teams, but two well-above-average football teams. I think Dallas wins but doesn't cover. I think Carolina's D is legit, and this will be a really difficult test, but I think Dak will you know, do well. I worry Darnold will cost his team with a, you know, one more turnover, something like that, you know, and they're just a little less trustworthy at this point of, you know, where both these teams are in their development. But I'm expecting this to be a highly entertaining, well-played game. Panthers are running into a, a team that's playing at a high level right now. The Panthers' defense has played so well. This one's going to be fascinating for the Cowboys' defensive side of the ball, too. Um, but I'm with you. Four and a half is a, yeah, is a, a little lot. bit too much because I want to see it one more week from the Cowboys, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Panthers' D, I don't know. As good as they've played, uh, this is a much different team. Look, like The Panthers have... The, there's no way getting around it. They've played the Jets and the Texans so far this season, and and they handled the Saints too, which was nice, and held them to only seven points, which is really the crown jewel right now on their uh, on their season defensively. But the Cowboys are a completely different beast than than what they've seen so far on the offensive side of the ball. So a huge test for the Panthers. But um, I'm going to take the Panthers in this one. So yeah, points on the road yeah, yeah. against the Cowboys and, and we'll see, we'll see who's ready for prime time here. I do have a quote about Dak Prescott from Panthers coach, Matt rule. And I know hmm. you're a huge fan of Dak Prescott, Matt. Oh, I am. And this yeah. was some effusive praise and you, you, you sometimes coaches over praise players. They're about to play because they would rather go on that side of it than the opposite side and give people, you know, bulletin board material. But this yeah, is what that is a coaching move. But yeah, still. Th this is what Panthers coach Matt Rule said about Dak Prescott he said. It's like watching Peyton Manning. It's like watching Drew Brees call the game at the line of scrimmage. I think what Dak's doing right now is unbelievably impressive. He's talking about Peyton Manning and Drew Brees right now with the way Dak Prescott is is playing. So I thought that was, uh, you know, he didn't have to bring up those names. It's funny he mentioned those names because the, the next thing that's going to be out of my mouth is I still don't think the general public and probably a lot of our listeners realize how accurate Dak is with the football. I mean, the the the, act, the completion percentage all levels of the field, but the ball placement, I mean, it's way better than when he entered the league. I mean, it's a Josh Allen-like transformation from it being a weakness to now a great strength of just his ball placement. I, I think he's playing at a very, very high level. And I haven't done this in a while, but if I'm ranking NFL quarterbacks, I'm almost certain he's in my top five. You got to put him in the top five right now. What he's come yeah, back from, too. Uh, just love Dak. And he's a leader of men, which is something that sometimes goes under undervalued, yeah. maybe. All the physical ability. Love Dak Prescott, and he's playing at a super high level right now. Panthers have a challenge, so we'll find out who's ready for prime time. Love this matchup here. Let's move on to the Colts and Dolphins. The 0-3 Colts at the 1-2 and Dolphins. Miami favored by two points at home here. This is, I believe, uh, one of the lowest over-unders, 42 and a half. And that's the, that. that's the brand of football the Dolphins have been playing, and the Colts haven't been lighting things on fire on offense either. So I can see why they would have a low over-under on this one, and I might take the under on that. Yeah, I, I the, kind of want to bet against both teams, but I feel better about Miami. 
Brissette revenge game. Um, you know, Indy's been creating a ton of turnovers. Can that keep up? I mean, they'd be in a lot worse shape if they didn't. But I do think Taylor gets going on the ground, and you know, I, I think his better days are to come. He's another buy low for fantasy for me. I think Miami's defense is the better of the two, and probably put uh, Howard on, on Pittman and make that make things tough for their top receiver. They don't have a lot else. Nelson's not there. Wentz is far from trustworthy for me. Not the percent is, but I like in Miami. Um, I will give up the points too. I think they win this one 17, 10. Oh, it's hard to have a, a fantasy football breakout. If your offense only scores 10 points, uh, I hope either <laughs> Pittman or Taylor gets those touchdowns, gets that one yeah. touchdown. Uh, I hear you. It, uh, it, that's rough. Things aren't good right now with the Colts. No, they're not good with the Colts. It's hard to bet on them. Um, I just don't. I don't like either team in this game. So I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna I take the either. points and, and take the Colts here, even though it's only two. That's points. usually. Is that your move? That's one of my betting moves. If, if it's like, I really don't want to bet on any of yeah, them. Six points. I don't like it. So at least give me a couple points. Like that's the way right. I feel about this game right now. But um, yeah, I, I your your analysis is is not wrong either. But but yeah. Um, I don't know what you hang your hat on in this game for anybody. No, I mean, I, I think the Gaseckis and Waddles and those guys are a little more encouraged. They, I think they have more playmakers. You know, and, and the more I think about it, maybe I think the Dol- or the, yeah, the Dolphins at home is probably the smart play and give up those two points because I think the one thing you can hang your hat on is that the Dolphins can cover, the Dolphins can play D, and right. they and the Colts have one passing weapon that you worry about, yeah. and they can shut that down. So and. I'm gonna Wentz has really actually, turned the ball over a lot the last. Now that I think years. about it, uh, the, give me the give me the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling more and more confident about it too. Just that uh, I, I mean, if Wentz has two turnovers in this game, they're going to lose. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Browns Vikings. This is a pretty good game here. the The Vikings were up against the wall last week and beat the Seattle Seahawks uh, going away. Like they, that was a resounding victory for the Vikings and kind of salvaged their season. They couldn't go three and Oh, now they're one and two. And now they're at home against the Cleveland Browns who are two and one Cleveland favored by two points here. I uh, did like what I saw from the Vikings last week, but I think the Browns are just straight up better by a lot and only two points. That seems like not enough. So give me those. I'm going to give away those two points and I'm gonna take the Browns on the road. I think the Browns are straight up better by a, almost a lot as well. I got the upset special though. Adam and Eve on a raft, cup of mud. You probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But that's <laughs> I don't know what those ESPN words day. mean. Like, can we, yeah, can we explain that? Yeah. <laughs> we, whenever you picked an upset special, we'd hit the sounder and Adam and Eve on a raft, cup of mud, and an upset special. I think Minnesota wins this game at home. Um, I think Zimmer gives Baker troubles. They've been run blocking really well, but their protection hasn't been great. And in that dome, loud, close game. Both teams want to run the ball with great running backs, assuming Cook plays, but otherwise Madison will give a lot of attention and touches as well. This is more of a hunch than anything. I think the Vikings squeak one out like 24-23. I'm using all the sound effects I can because I didn't have the uh, the raft and the mud and all that for you. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> all right. I'm glad we disagree uh, on some games here. Uh, g- give me the Browns. The Browns are going to go in and, and everyone's going to say, okay, you. yeah, the Browns are for real and uh, they're a playoff team and you go in and, and you win 
tough, tough games and tough environments. And so that's what I project the Browns to do here. Okay, we, we're out of time. We got s- Hunt could run all over them. I mean, they, they, oh, they yeah. Could. I just love what I've seen from them. The defense and maybe yeah. it's just recency bias with how dominant they were up front. But man, that um, when you get Clowney involved, too, and Koromoa to go with Miles Garrett, uh, they're moving them around inside off the edge. Love seeing that. So give me that Browns team. Love the way they're playing right now. They don't need Baker Mayfield to chuck it all over the yard either. And you've got um, Odell Beckham working his way back and, and you had that little bit of an extra uh, bit of playmaking ability now on your offense in the passing game if you need it yeah and I'm not ripping on Baker because not a lot's been asked of him but Cousins has had the better year yeah I mean Cousins is just Cousins you know exactly yeah. who he's going to be now the question is is there enough else going on in the game and all too often that's not enough for the Vikings true absolutely true we got Giants, Saints, Titans, Jets, Chiefs, Eagles, Cardinals, Rams, Ravens, Broncos, Steelers, Packers, Bucks, Patriots, Raiders, Chargers on Monday Night Football. Uh, what else is there? Oh, Seahawks, 49ers in the NFC West. A lot of fun games to get to tomorrow. We're going to have to do it fast and furious on tomorrow's podcast because we didn't get to enough games today. But that happens sometimes. We had to sp- we right. had to give the Jaguars and the Bengals their their due time. And I think sometimes we skip over some of the teams and and we did that with the Washington and the Falcons a little bit and some other games here. Um sometimes there's there's teams you skip over. So when they get into prime time, I think we got to talk about them a little bit. So I feel good about that. I mean, heck, the Jets we didn't even review them till Wednesday. Yeah, we forgot about the Jets that they existed. <laughs> they didn't score any stinking points on Sunday. That's right. <laughs> right. Good stuff. Let's do it again tomorrow, bro. Yep, back tomorrow right here, Peacock and Williamson.